0: this thing on because it's getting ready to be on
1: hello everybody and welcome to bell ringer my name is greg i'm your host your guest name today alex gress from 43 north and liz sai from high operator we're talking about the 43 north competition which the big event is at shays on october 30th go to 43 north.org if you don't have your tickets yet Uh, But we're talking about the competition that day, and then more in general, the experience of companies, why it's important to our region, and all that awesome stuff. So they're great guests. This is an awesome episode. Thank you so much for listening. And that's it. Bye, guys. Alex, first, tell everybody what is 43 North.
0: Greg, first of all, it's great to be here. Uh, Excited to be coming here in, in the month of October. It's an exciting month for us um forty three north um, is a couple of things you know on, on the surface it is a startup competition. We invest five million a year into typically about eight early stage high growth companies. Uh, we bring them to Buffalo and we anchor and accelerate their growth with a whole suite of services there is you know their operating space mentorship ad- advisory business networking, uh, helping them hire people from across the country to bring them to Buffalo. So that's that's it on the surface. I think it also stands for something You know, here in Buffalo. It's it's this region regaining its investment right, in innovation, in entrepreneurship. It's an organization, along with many others in this community, that stand for something bigger, which is getting us back to our, our innovative roots.
1: And what year are you guys in now?
0: Yeah, we've been operating five full years and starting... Um, in early 2020 we will welcome the year six class to 43 north
1: so why is it important for our region and our community to invest in startups and and prioritize that as we you know change our economy from what many people know buffalo as from you know 20 30 years ago
0: yeah a couple things i mean you know First, I mean these are companies that are the next generation of companies here in Western Europe and they represent all different like industry verticals from customer service to consumer products to software to hardware companies. You know, so I, I think it's creating the next generation of companies. I think second when I we look at the companies that are here and that are with us, they also represent, you know, uh something that we're also recapturing, which is people that are not afraid of risk not afraid of failure you know they are people that are ready to grind it out make things happen you know and i think that's also something that's great for our community to to see and to regain right innovation risk-taking smart risk-taking is important it's coming back to those roots
1: yeah we just had um jack greco from techstars on and he talked a lot about um you know the increased level of um or ability to take risk and Mm -hmm how that can improve, you know, our our region and not just the entrepreneurial ecosystem, but Mm -hmm. just in general, it's a mindset shift from some, you know, maybe timid past behaviors or, you know, fear of failing rather than, you know, striving for success.
0: Yeah, there are billboards for collaboration. There are billboards for a way of dynamic thinking and moving forward, right? And that's something that benefits all aspects of our community.
1: So, Liz, tell us a bit about High Operator, and then we'll we'll get into how you got to Buffalo.
2: Sure. So at High Operator, we provide customer service. And we like to think of ourselves as a tech company disguised as a customer service outsourcing company. What that means is that customer service is a really sort of manual artisanal industry. And what we do is we build software that makes customer service agents much better and faster and using a lot of things like automation and machine learning and AI, but instead of replacing customer service agents with a chatbot or an AI system, we're actually using that to make customer service agents better and faster. So building the call center of the future in a sense.
1: And you're a, a 43 North winner from last year. You've been here for almost a year now. What makes Buffalo a good fit for your company?
2: I think when we were first looking at Buffalo and 43 North, there were some obvious bits, right? Really economical cost of labor, ability to attract talent and come out here and hire. We came out here mostly because it was an East Coast time zone, and we wanted to take our remote team and put them all under one roof, and we wanted to make sure that we could hire operational talent here, and Buffalo has been really great for that. But we've also been able to hire a good level of sales talent and software engineering and technical talent. I think that's what's been really surprising and really great about Buffalo. It really is a micro-ecosystem of everything you can find anywhere else.
1: Right. And, you know, we attract a lot of, like, back-office and customer service type companies and we always hear how how well fit the workforce is for those industries and, you know, things like the Eastern Time Zone and um, neutral dialect, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see kind of the next wave of that industry also coming in through 43 North. Um, so, like we said, you're a past winner. When you came last October, I think it was earlier in October, was that the first time you had been in Buffalo? I
2: think I came once to Niagara Falls as a kid. And okay. my mom took us to all of the, like, Frank Lloyd Wright buildings.
1: All right, that's but not a bad tour. The Very
0: experienced Buffalo. Buffalonian here. <laughs> yes. Frank Lloyd Wright, Niagara Falls, all, all the highlights. Yeah. Those Some are... of the highlights, I'll say. <laughs> yes.
1: So, um, I was recently talking with Sean from... Kick further, and it was his first time when he had come. And, um, you know, he talked about working with the 43 North staff. They're a great team, but it is their job to sell Buffalo to companies. So he told us, you know, an anecdote about talking to all the Uber drivers that he took and getting their sense of Buffalo. And he was amazed that not just the people from the 43 43 North staff were optimistic about our region, but Mm -hmm. everybody that he met. What was your initial experience, maybe outside of the Niagara Falls Frank Lloyd Wright trip, but here last October? What did you find?
2: It's really cold last October. (laughs) But also, Buffalo is just incredibly hospitable, right? Yes, obviously from the Florida D. North staff and the startups that are supposed to sell it, but everyone you encounter is a little bit like that. They're proud of what they have in Buffalo, and they want folks to come out here.
1: We have warm people. Maybe a cold con (laughs) Warm people.
0: Yeah, and I always view it as, you know... Buffalo, really. I don't have to sell Buffalo. So Buffalo will will sell itself, you know. And you know, I'm. I grew up here. I was proud to grow up here. I had a great, you know, upbringing here. But like a lot of people in my story, you know, I left. You know, and I left for under you know, 18 years, and you know, I took a view a couple years ago that I wanted to come back. And why? Because this was a chance to be part of the rebirth of this region. It's a, it's an amazing community. Um, and I wanted my kids to be founders of companies. I wanted them to see something and experience things that I felt wasn't, wasn't as readily available in the nineties when I graduated high school here versus what's happening now.
2: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Cause the thing about Buffalo is that it gets, a, it gets better the more you get to know it. <laughs> yes. I know a lot of people think back office, Ugh. Buffalo, customer service, Buffalo makes sense. But I think it's important to know that Buffalo is a lot more than that. Like the level of tech talent and sales talent that you can find out here makes a lot of sense. I mean, it almost makes more sense to have engineering out here because there's great talent and people don't stay in jobs for just a year. They stay, they grow with the company and there's the willingness to do that in Buffalo that you don't see on the West Coast as much.
0: Right. Yeah, I would add to that. I mean, outside the talent that's physically residing here and what we talk about at 43 North we, and we've helped create you know, 525 550 jobs I guess over the last few years and we're proud of those numbers and when I when I talk to our team about helping these companies recruit and bring people to Buffalo and be a part of their 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 talented workforce I always say it's less about moving the deck chairs around Buffalo there's also this amazing group of expats right that want to come back here they are talented they are software sales engineers data scientists people that are C suite type roles, right? right, who have young families or are empty nesters. I mean, we see the gamut of, of people now. And I think what's happening now is you've got the, the physical rebirth of Buffalo from the real estate, the commercial real estate, the the, the waterfront development, Seneca One Tower, all these things, which creates just an amazing backdrop to bringing them back here, right? Because that creates a little bit of tension. And then when they dig behind what's happening, there is more opportunities they would have seen years ago right, and that's what we like, and we'd love to to talk about Buffalo first, and if you come back here, there's opportunities for 43 North companies, opportunities for, like, large institutions, corporates, etc.
1: Yeah, I mean, we recently launched Be in Buffalo, our talent attraction initiative, and Liz, you were the star of our launch video. I heard a lot of great reviews on, which was awesome, but, um, you know, one of the messages we tried to get out in a lot of media interviews was that um, with kind of our rebirth and the renaissance of our economy it's there's a career ladder here for people it's not just you wouldn't just be moving to Buffalo for one opportunity and there is this kind of growing ecosystem of companies that feed off of each other and like a real community as well
0: definitely yeah
1: so um tell us a bit about the event on October 30th and, and that week of events leading up to it, because I know you, you guys are going to be quite busy.
0: Yeah, we are definitely busily preparing for, you know, the next 43 North Finals, so that's going to take place October 30th on the stage of Shays. Um, We If you're listening to this and you don't have your tickets, go right now to 43North.org The tickets uh, are free but you need to have a ticket to come in to Shays, and it only holds 3,100 people. And I and I don't want to overpromise, but I will tease out a little of it. Um, this is going to be, uh, this year's event, we're putting a little more emphasis around the production value. So think of Super Bowl meets who wants to be a millionaire, <laughs> you know, and try to condense that into a really shorter runtime, higher energy, more production value. So we're, we're excited about that, but, but there Look, there, that's, the, that's the theatrical part, right? And that's because it's cool, your chaise and, you have Shays, and it's a fun night out to engage the community. Um, and how often, for free, can you sit in chaise, right? right? And this beautiful theater that, in and of itself, is a great example of the rebirth of the city. Um, but, but underneath that, right, is what's really happening, right? It, and Liz has an amazing first-hand perspective that night you'll have ten companies, right? Who it's very meaningful. I mean there's obviously the investment dollars. It's also if they're at that point and they're in the ten, they're they're a, a company that has really done the work, knows why they want to be in Buffalo. They know what they want to achieve. And so the investment dollars aside, they're here for something bigger, right? And it's anywhere from customers to service providers to talent to the commercial real estate and all of that. So they they, they want it for multiple levels. So, you know, Liz, what, what, was, what was going through your mind sitting on the stage? I don't mean to take over the mic, but, but I mean...
2: It was uh, exhilarating and yeah. terrifying, but also a great example of the energy and enthusiasm that Buffalo has to bring, right? I mean, standing on that stage realizing that there are 3,000 plus seats that were all filled coming from the city of Buffalo, rooting for you to possibly be part of the winners was an incredible experience.
0: Yeah, so we're, we're excited. This is a group... So we're down to our sixteen. We have our sixteen finalists. Uh, geographic diversity is is awesome. You know, into coming into your six. I mean, well, first of all, Liz, you guys have been operating from the west coast to the east coast, and you're you're the classic coastal city, you know, example in terms of where you were coming from, where you were building the early stage of high operator. This group, you know, really similar. Twenty five percent from the west coast. Twenty five percent from uh, New York City, and uh, then we've got uh, one company from Poland, and then we've got Chicago, St. Louis, and Milwaukee, just to kind of round it out. So it's, from, from that perspective, really, really neat.
1: And there's 16, and at one point you cut down to 10, and then uh, on the night of the show, is it eight winners?
0: That's right. That's right. So the day before, uh, we changed up the timeline a, a little bit. Um, I think last year with Liz, you know, it's a big day. Mm-hmm. We went from, I think, you know, the, the equivalent of 16 down to 10 that day. And so you probably had mm, an hour and a half max yep. being yeah, notified. Eight. Yep. <laughs> yep. Being notified that you're going to go on the stage mm-hmm. that night and, and pitch in front of like 3,100 people. And this, th- this year we're doing it the day before. Uh, we're going to go from 16 to 10 at Seneca one, the new Seneca one, the, the rebirth Seneca one tower, right. uh, in their auditorium. And that's going to be a little more of an intimate setting. That one is only going to hold max 250 people. Um, but we also thought since it's, we're moving into that building, uh, at the start of 2020, we've already publicly announced that and we're excited to be in that building. Um, that it would be a great place to house you know, what we call the qualifying finals the, the day before. Um, but then, that, that following night, yeah, it's, it's real. It's, it's very, it's con- the reality continues.
1: And Liz, you know, like Alex said, you only had maybe an hour and a half to know that you were going to be pitching in front of 3,000 people. Um, the contestants this year will have a night to sleep on that. Do you think it helps or hurts? Is, it, is that a stressful night of sleep?
2: I'll be surprised if there's a lot of sleeping that night, yeah. I guess. Um, but like the whole thing building up to that, because it's not for the finalists, it's not just one day, right? It's a couple of days leading up to that, and it was a really collaborative, incredible experience, not only getting to know Buffalo a little bit, getting to know the 4 New York staff, but also all the other startup companies coming in from out of town, right? That was a great experience. The finals really, to some extent, are sort of the cherry on top of the cake, right? It's the mm-hmm. last bit, and it's nice, but you get a lot more out of it than just that.
0: Oh, that's awesome! I love that and you know one thing that's also kind of lost a little bit in the story of Finals week, and we have to pull it up more than this year because I think it's 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 impressive in and of itself is the this year the morning of finals, you know we'll have uh, what we call what we call the upstate startup summit, and this year it's going to be close to fifty investors from across the country you know who have given their time, right, who want to come to Buffalo. These are all national to international, you know, VC investors from pre-seed up to Series A, Series B round, you know, financiers who want to be in Buffalo. And they want to see the, 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 the caliber and the quality of the startup scene here to make real tangible investments. And so that Upstate Startup Summit the morning of the 30th, I think is also a great chance for these investors to see What's happening from startups from Western New York up to Rochester into the Syracuse area? So, we'll have about 50 startups north of 50 investors uh, that'll be getting together as well that morning.
1: And are a lot of the investors not from, they hadn't come in previous years? do you have a lot of new people wanting to see? We have
0: a ton of new people. A ton of new.
1: Yeah, so we just had um, an event, we had a bunch of site selectors in town and hosted a panel hearing their thoughts on it after and it was incredible to hear how badly they actually wanted to come to Buffalo when we extended the invite, people were jumping mm-hmm. at it because mm-hmm. there's such, you know, I think a buzz nationally or at least a curiosity about, <laughs> you know, what is actually going on here mm-hmm. yeah. and is it real. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I want all my friends and you know folks to come out here. We invited two of my favorite investors to come out as well. Super excited to show them Buffalo that we didn't just come here for the money. This is actually where a Opera is going to stay and grow into the future.
1: Right. Um, so, Alex, you mentioned you guys are headed into the Seneca One Tower. Uh, m t also recently announced their move into there. What do you think, symbolically, it means... For Buffalo to have, it's you know, it's our tallest building, it's been dormant for a while, to not just have it being filled with people, but also these, you know, the startups that are driving innovation and technology jobs of the future, really.
0: Yeah, uh, it, when you think about what it takes to build, like, an entrepreneurial ecosystem, and, you know, there's a lot of times we will hear us talk about, what we do in terms of these words, entrepreneurial ecosystem, and there's, there's different drivers of that. There's capital, right? There's the university. There's the corporate support, and and of course there's there's density, right? So, on one level, there is physical density that is accomplished there in that tower, and that has an opportunity to have like people colliding, not and sharing ideas, collaborating. You know, the 40 North companies. Other startups that want to be there, the tech talent that M&T is is attracting uh, into their operations. I mean, all of that coming together, I think that's that's significant, and I think that's what's that's one aspect that's really neat about it. I think the rebirth of that building, you know, is, is amazing. Again, we talked about this a moment ago. Is a great backdrop to what these companies are representing, which is the next generation of of businesses, customers, you know. Uh, that's happening here, so that's, that's super important. So I, I think it's a, it's a great example of what is happening today and going forward.
1: And physically, you are increasing your space with the expansion, and how can that better serve some of the companies that you're bringing here?
0: You know, I think it's, uh, we're, we're picking up definitely physically some more real estate, and also bringing together. You know, we've, our operations have grown, um as i said at the beginning maybe we we're at 550 jobs if i think about liz's class I and mean, we something you know we talk about them in classes the year five class i think in total you know we're just around 90 people in that year five class when they came in the door it was probably like in the 30s right so you think about that level of of growth and this is a building and this is a floor right that gives us a chance to accommodate like uh, various forms of growth going forward
1: well, thank you guys so much for your time. Before I let you go, we have a blizzard round. Hard-hitting, journalistic questions. We'll go Liz and then Alex. Uh, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be?
2: I really don't eat very much ice cream.
1: You don't have to like the ice cream. What would you be? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what would I be? This is
0: definitely make up the response. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: uh, I would be vanilla.
1: Vanilla, okay. Halt.
0: Oh, um, well, I, sh- I, th- I probably should have thought of it in the last seconds. You know, maybe something like a rocky road. You know, yeah. like it's it's sweet, but you know you got some chunks to it. You got to kind of break through it a little bit.
1: Yeah, that works. The rest will be easier <laughs> <laughs> Then the ice cream question. <laughs> we start hard. Uh, book or TV show that you'd recommend?
2: The Real
0: Housewives. Wow, The Real Housewives. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I think it really um, mm-hmm. takes apart social interactions
0: mm-hmm. really well. <laughs> Interesting. I used to watch those on an iPad. Years ago, my, when I used to do a lot of traveling. Wow. Download the Desperate Housewives. This is the earth, Oh, no. And we were laughing about lots of international travel, and I nice. had Desperate Housewives. Um, <laughs> but let's not repeat that too much. Too, too much. Um, it's not like you're on
1: mic. Yeah, no,
0: it's not like we're recording this. Um, you know, I think... So, you know, look, people will talk a lot about books on, like, team development and all that, and I, I've, I've read a bunch and lived by that. Um, one book that I... am I enjoy competing in triathlons and so I read this book recently called The Iron War which is like these two top triathletes that were competing in 1982 in a full Ironman and they raced literally side by side for 11 hours and what it it physically mentally, spiritually was like as they they recant these stories and what it was like to go through that and so things like that I I, I take a lot from
1: It's an amazing answer Text or phone call?
2: I think in general text. Not just for personal communication, but also for customer service. It's actually the best thing you can do is put a text number up so folks call you (laughs) less. Less frustration, less wait time, (laughs) but also faster and higher quality responses. Text
0: or phone call? Uh, Depends who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Text is always uh, the quickest quickest way
1: it gets me. Bills or savers?
2: Bills. The first NFL game I ever went to was the Bills game a couple weekends ago.
1: Very nice. Did they win?
2: They did, actually, with the Bengals. Oh, alright. Good
0: to go to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, for me, it's it's both. I'm not going to differentiate. <laughs> uh, no way. I'm in, I'm in for both.
1: Very diplomatic answer. Hiking or skiing?
2: <laughs> Hiking. I am the world's worst skier. I've lived in Europe. I've skied a lot of the top mountains there. I can ski very well turning is beyond on me.
1: <laughs> and you and I did a... A photo shoot with your dogs yes. and in our video you talked about hiking with the dogs in the snow which was one of my favorite sound bites that we got that day. They love it. They're made for <laughs> snow. And How about you, hiking uh, or skiing?
0: Uh, skiing, um, hand, hands down. That's part of what was great about coming back to Buffalo and uh, my wife was not a skier, is a skier now. Perfect. So.
1: Converted. Totally. Last question, most important, chicken wings, drumstick or flat?
2: got to have a little bit of thought. It's just not fair to only have flats <laughs> or
1: drums. Well, we've had this conversation before, so I expected that.
0: But uh, I, I'll just jump right in. I go drumstick.
1: Thank you. Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you guys very much for coming on. Appreciate it. Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.